Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. another episode another edition my name is Marshall St. Patrick Hewitt one half the Caribbean Cricket Podcast and with me as ever is my partner in crime Santoki Nagilendran Santoki how you doing yeah I'm a good mash and you know in the last test West Indies played against South Africa in that fourth innings chase of 247 there was a period mash where we started to believe West Indies could do this and it was all down to one players batting performance match and we've got that player on today so do you want to introduce to the people who have we got on today as a special guest on the show of course of course yes following his fine 78 um dashing 78 um to to make us stay to make us stay up and ensure we watch the test match to the very end it is of course jamaica's own jermaine blackwood um we're excited to have him on um, it's probably somebody we've been wanting to get on the show for a while, to be fair, but uh, things have transpired to make it happen now. So without any further ado, let me, of course, bring on the man of the hour himself, Mr. Jermaine Blackwood. Yes, Jermaine, how you doing? Good man, good man. Yes, good yes. so far. <laughs> you heard, you heard Santoki give you the intro um, of the 78. So you know we have to start there. We have to go straight, straight to the most recent thing that's gone on in the, the, the last test match. I mean, I say tell us, but you're also kind of speaking to West Indian fans at the same time. On a pitch where only you and, what, Aidan Markham scored fluently, what, what, what was the key to, to, to that innings that you constructed? I mean, um, well, the key for me was to just watch the ball as long as possible and you know, try to play each ball and it's merit. And whenever, you know, I get a bad ball, I try to score. And don't really let the ball settle too much because on a wicket like that, I mean, a ball going to come with your name because, you know, some ball was swinging, some ball was seeming, you know, some ball was up and down. So, you know, just tell myself that, um, you know, once the ball comes in my scoring area, I'm going to score and try to put back some pressure on the ballers. Did you feel that, I mean, you talk about putting pressure back on the bowlers and and to be fair, I'd say that that's 
very much something that's a mark of your batting um, in general, that you like to counter-attack and put pressure back on the bowlers where you can. In that particular innings, did it lead to, or did you feel whilst out there, that it almost took the bowlers off their normal line and length? Like, did you did you sense that the bowlers were searching for a wicket against you because what had worked for other uh, batters wasn't working against you? Yeah, for for sure. There was they were really trying hard to get me out because they know, you know, at the time um I was the one who was who was really scoring very easily mm. at the time and you know I was you know looking to put pressure on them. So um they was looking to get me out. So they was trying everything, everything to get me out. And you know, Rabada does just give me a special one. That was very <laughs> unfortunate for me. <laughs> <laughs> We talked, um, Temba Bavuma talked about before the test, Brian Lara being his cricketing hero. And obviously Lara's joined up with the side uh, this year as a performance uh, mentor. Kind of what effect has he had on the team and you and yourself in particular so far? I mean, it's only good effect. Um, when I started 2014, Brian Lara gave me my test, test cap in, 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 in Queen's Park, Trinidad. So, I mean, we have a we have a nice relationship from then, and you know, obviously, to have him around here now, you know, with the team, it's 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 very good because he's a very positive, positive guy, and you know, he he only bring one thing to the to the setup and his only positiveness. Um, you know, everybody just picking his brain and just trying to learn as as much as we can, and you know, he he's a guy. He's not gonna tell you nothing negative. He always, you know, tell telling the guys things positive on what to do. Even when I was going out to bat, he was like, Jeremy, just remember that innings you play against England in England in 2020, when you go out there and, you know, you just play your game. So he always telling me to go out there and just express myself. And because, you know, once I go out there and express myself, um, the team is going to benefit. Mm. Is that something, expressing yourself and playing your natural game, is that something the head coach, Andre Coley, someone who you've known, I read somewhere you said you've known him since you were 12 years old, is that also something he reiterates to you when you're going out to bat? Yeah, for sure. I mean, he, do, he don't have to tell me because I know. Um, you know, I know I know Andre Coley from, I was about 12, 12 years old. Um, yeah, so he was my coach from back then until now. So we have a very good relationship and he he knows me, so I mean he don't he don't have to tell me too much. Um, you know, if he sees some look of stuff that I'm not doing, he will just come and just you know tell me a look at thing there and there. But um, he always just tell me to just play my game. He always tell me to back myself, back my ability, and just go out there and play my game. So I have the full support from the uh, the coaching staff and and the captain as well to just go out there and express myself. Jermaine, I think to 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 viewers of that first test match, I I mean, I, Santoki and I will give our opinion. We felt that there actually wasn't that much between the two sides. I know on paper it says South Africa win by 87 runs, but you take away the, the kind of opening morning partnership that Markram and Elga put on in the game. You could argue that from the minute that Markram... Sorry, you could argue from the minute the first wicket fell for South Africa, actually there was nothing between the two sides from that point onwards. Was that something that you felt in the dressing room as well? Like, do you, do you come away from that kind of defeat and say, actually, we're the match of this side. They're, they're no major world beater in comparison to ourselves. Yeah, for sure. We we know as a team that, you know, we can, um, can beat South Africa. But 
we just have to put up more fight. Um, mm. We see that once we 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 get out, you know, the top three or top four batters, you know, we really can get into their into their batting. So, I mean, we know that um, even before we we came here. So, I mean, it's just we as a team now just have to go back to the giant board and you know go back and learn from this game, you know, the way how we bowl and the way how we batted and you know to so we can put on a, a very you know much better performance in the next game because I think once we go out there and just you know play our game and just stick to the basic, I think we can win um the next the next game on Saturday Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And um, Santoki, be, yeah, Santoki, before you come in though, I just want to ask yeah. someone to, <laughs> on, ask Jermaine, one thing. Jermaine, um, I've lost count of the number of people that have said, so like when we like tweet updates or whatever we do from, from a, t- a particular match, sometimes we'll call you Blackwood, sometimes we'll call you Jermaine, sometimes we'll call you Dads. But whenever yeah. we put Dads, whenever we put Dads, people say, why are you calling him Dads for? Now I can see the chain. I can see the dance yeah, chain yeah. around your neck. So just clear it up for the people. Why, why, why are you actually called that? I mean, my oldest brother gave me that name from I was small. Um, you know, he just called me dads because he thinks you know I'm the I'm the man for the family because I'm the I'm the youngest one as well. So he always look at me like you know I'm the I'm the man of the family. So he just called me dads, and from that day. You know, everybody been calling me dads who 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 actually know me. Thank yeah. you, Jim. That's that's now officially cleared up for every, for everyone to, yeah. to know. <laughs> so up. And also, you're also vice captain of the of the side as well. What's it like working with Craig in terms of captaincy, in terms of tactical abilities, and kind of looking at the game from that perspective as a vice captain? Well, I would say Craig is a um, excellent captain, um, excellent leader. He's a great leader and. He's doing something special for you know for the entire for the entire cricket um in general. Um but um I mean I know Craig from a long time as well, from like I was about 13, 14. You know, we, we played together um um in the first regional and our 15 tournament. And from then, you know, we, we became friends. So I'm very happy now to be, you know, next to him, um, captain and vice captain. So we always talk about cricket and you know other stuff but I mean he, he's a he's a very good listener not that I could say um but um he's a very great captain to be honest I, th- I think he's gonna go down as one of the best captain but it's just we as players don't have to just support him and, and just um win games so you know that can show um going forward Lovely. Um, I was doing some research on you earlier on, um, Jermaine, and because I, I was like, because my, my family live in um, Mandeville. And so I was doing some research yeah. on you and I was like, Jermaine must be a country boy, but I couldn't remember where you'd, where you'd, where you'd grown up. So um, I saw that you were in Westmoreland, but then I saw that you went to school in Christiana. So, but what, what was intriguing, what was intriguing to me when I saw that is, and I think it will help some of the the listeners and viewers of this show. Is I know obviously you came up through Jamaica age group, and then eventually you get to the senior side. You do the trials, but just I mean, it's what nearly fifteen years ago now for you. But what is the g- general pathway? If you just explain for people the pathway of how you go from 
um, school cricket through to senior trials, etc. How did your pathway go? I mean, it's pretty similar, like how you laid it out there. Um, I came up through the the national under fifteen, then I play under seventeen for Jamaica, then I play under nineteen for Jamaica, mm. then I play Western is under nineteen, then straight after I finish um, Westerns under nineteen, I go straight into the um, the Jamaica senior team setup, mm. and I didn't quite make the team that year. Um, the first year that I went to trials, but I score, I score a lot of runs in that trials. And the, the next year, I, I I made my debut, but um, for Jamaica. But it wasn't easy to be honest. It, was, it wasn't easy. It was very hard for me, really, to get into Jamaica team. Um, mm. And even when I get into Jamaica team, it wasn't easy as well as a little young country guy, you know. But um, I mean, I'm a tough guy, so you know, I ride out the waves and. You know, believe in myself and, and just play my game and um you know it it got me here and I'm I don't think I wanna leave here no time soon until I'm ready to retire. So what are you saying ten more years? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I <would> love that. <laughs> yeah so so you made your debut for Jamaica in in 2012, I think you came in for a game against Guyana. Sort of in those early days for Jamaica, I know you played alongside Bonner, John Campbell, Nikita Miller was there. Who were sort of the people who sort of shaped you and helped you develop your game while you were playing regional cricket? I mean, when I started, um, I would say, I would say, Odin Brown. Um, Odin Brown took me under his wings um, when I left under 19 and come straight into the senior. The senior setup, Odin Brown took me into his wings, and I was around Odin Brown, and then um, I was around Angel Russell as well because Odin Brown did have Angel Russell under his wings. So, mm. you know, we became very close, and then Ken Lewis as well joined up there. So, um, the four of us was very close, and then now in the team um, at that time, Marlon Samuels was coming back. So, Marlon Tam- Marlon Samuels used to tell me a lot of you know good stuff as well, and um, Chris Gale as well. Um, Chris Gale did really took me under his wings at that time. He used to give me gears and stuff to play, and you know he he did see something special in me. I didn't really see it, but he did he did mm. see that from a from a young age. So I would say those those guys and Andrew Richardson as well. Just talking about gears there, actually, um, uh, Jermaine, because I think some listeners will be like, "What do you mean he gave you gears?" And I think this is some this might be part of a kind of um, disparities that people might not recognize depending on which country they grew up in and their cricket etc so <laughs> if you're coming up through the game in let's just take jamaica as the example how 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 expensive are the gears for example because cricket's not a cheap sport yeah, it's, it's very expensive man. but i can't remember last i actually buy a, a cricket equipment because i have sponsors big, big sponsorship, I'm, yeah. far, I'm far yeah I'm, i say big sponsorship but i'm very fortunate to have a good sponsorship but i mean it's it's pretty expensive i think i mean one of my bats i think probably cars anyway to 350 to 400 us mm-hmm. um so it's, it's not it's not it's not easy um so that's why you know anytime you know i'm home i, I always like to give away stuff and give youngsters stuff so you know mm-hmm. at least i mean i'm not being selfish whenever i have stuff i always give give back to my 
three. To any youngsters that I see, you know, have talent and who want to play, and I'm our friends who's playing. I normally give them stuff because I know gears is not easy to come by. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The the season, because obviously, as Santoki says, you, you made your debut 2014. Um, and but what? I think when you initially, I think when you initially lost your place, it was like, I think around 2017, I think after Zimbabwe. Yeah, 2017. Um, yeah, after Zimbabwe. Before we come round to your kind of second um, go in the West Indies side, how did you, what What are your, looking back now, what are your reflections on that, on that first three years within the West Indies side? Because it wasn't like it was, it wasn't like you didn't adapt to the level, obviously test match centuries, test match fifties, etc. Do you see now where your game is at now? Do you think there's just been a natural evolvement of your game? Or actually, do you think the the fundamentals of who you were as a batter in 2014, 2017, actually they're still there? You've just refined it ever so slightly. Yeah, exactly. I think I, I refined it, to be honest. Um, but but the first the first three years, I mean. You know, as a young player, I always dream about playing for West Indies and actually really getting the chance to play for West Indies. I always want to do good. Um, but at, the, at that time, I was I was very raw mm. in terms of the way I was playing. Um, I was just looking at it one way and just mm. to just go out there and just, you know, beat the ball, smash the ball over the place. And, you know, just that was just me when mm. I when I started out. So, But I would say it's actually good that I, you know, I get that that job for that two and a half period. So it really teach me a lot in between, you know, to find back myself and, you know, just to get, you know, um, learn a, a bit more stuff about myself and how I really want to play and study a bit more, you know, how I really want to score and mm. all those stuff. So, I mean, that, that two and a half year really, really helped me for sure when I, when I, when I get back in 2020 in the team. During that period you played, 2014 to 2017, pretty quickly, Gail, Chandapur, Marlon Samuels, Ramden, they all sort of left the West Indies setup. Do you feel then that there was more expectation on you to sort of fill the gap because of the lack of experience, like there was more pressure on you? Or do you think that helped your game in terms of you had to step up because the senior players were, were going so quickly? Yeah, I think, I mean, that hurt my game, but it was very good to play with, you know. Some of those senior players, but I know you know, um, as a player, you, you can't play for the entire life, so we did expect you know, players have to leave because you know they're getting into age and all that. So you'd have to expect just myself or a few other spirit to step up and try to fill you know that gap. But I mean, I try my best at that time, um, but I mean, even when I got dropped, I think my average was about 30. At that mm. time, when I when I when I get dropped, but I think you know I should have been doing better as well because I think my, I should have converted few of those um, half centuries into centuries. But as I said, at that, that time I was very raw, so 
I wasn't really thinking about that. I was just thinking about just go out there and smash the ball all over the place. So right now I'm thinking much, 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 much different. <laughs> Jermaine, it's funny to me though because <laughs> I people have often said that in that first three years you were trying to smash the ball everywhere, but now you're actually admitting that you were trying to smash the ball. <laughs> you're trying to smash the ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But even now, even though I'm, even though I'm still doing it, but I mean, um, I'm just being selective. I'm just mm, picking mm. the right bar, yeah. And and actually, you t- um, as you said, you talk about those two and a half years, the the big season that effectively got you back into the side, and and, and in fact, actually before that, you had that concussion sub replacement. I think there was a test match against injury. Yeah, in Jamaica. Yeah, and yeah, they, they think, called yeah. you in as a concussion sub. But when you actually got your your go again, was off the back of the um the twenty twenty yeah the regional. Yeah. Sure. You ended up the top scorer. Um, I think yeah. you were you were top scorer. Bonner was in the top five. Mayers was in the top five. In fact, I think Josh was in the top five that season, etc. So everyone who's now in the team effectively did well um, that season. Um, what was uh, because that wasn't your first good regional season. I think if people check your numbers, you've had plenty of good no. regional seasons. So, but yeah. what was the difference with that particular regional season for you? I mean. To be honest, every year I normally score runs in, in regionals. But I think that year, um, I tell myself that I have to I really have to get back into the West Indies setup. Mm-hmm. And you know, prior prior to that game that I, you know, scored that double double century against um Leeward Islands in, in, in Antigua, I think I did have a have a like about three to four half centuries already, some eighties, nineties yeah. already and then that game against Lee was uh, scored a double century and you know everything just you know was just moving pretty smooth from there. Um, and was was that was that a case of so was it was it a case of you got that score and at that point then you just feel like you know what I'm I'm indestructible almost. I I, I my game is at the best it can be or was it that you had established um uh, uh, whether technical changes or whatever it might be, you said I'm applying that to this particular season, or was it the, or was it purely the determination of I am getting back into the West Indies team this year? I mean, I put in a lot of work before the season as well. Um, me and Andrew Russell, Andrew Russell's like my big brother, so mm. we work we work a lot together. So um, <clears throat> in that in that year, I, I tell myself that I'm going to change change up the way how I prepare or how I change. So. Um, yeah, I used to train like one time a day, so I said, All right, cool. I was going to train like two to three times a day now, mm-hmm. um, but even more about and stuff and go to the gym two times a day, you know, and just to see see how it goes. And you know, what I mean, to to actually see you know, pay, pays off. I was like, Okay, this is something maybe I need to continue doing, you know, because you know, anytime I, I put in a lot of work before. Um, playing cricket and normally score runs. So I say, okay, all right, I'm gonna, you know, just make that be a habit. Whenever um, I have any tour coming up, I don't have to put in a lot of work. So that is what I've been doing. Even now, before this tour, or even before um, Zimbabwe, I was doing a lot of work home, physical. Um, was working with you and Blake. Um, um, lot of sprinting just to get back in shape because you know I was playing CP and I wasn't playing too much games. So you know, they put on a little bit of weight. So I just message Yuan because Yuan is my friend. And I tell him that, bro, I'm coming to train with you. But I never know that 
track and field was so hard, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, that 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 thing is different. But yeah, you and you and you and Blake get me into shape. Him and Mr. Ferran get me into shape before I actually um come to Zimbabwe and here. So I actually see, you know, I, I can I can see the result of that hard work that I put in before paying off now a little bit. Hopefully it can continue. Listen, J- Jermaine, um I'm in Jamaica this summer, so let me buck you, Dre Russ, um, Johan Blake as well. Come, because I'm looking for a West Indies call-up. So bring me into the train. You've talked earlier about being able to, your ability to smash the ball, and you mentioned CPL there. Has it come as a surprise to you that a lot of fans will say, oh, Jermaine Blackwood hasn't played as much T20 cricket as we would expect to play with his style? You've played 28 T20 games in your career. Is it? Did you have you chosen to focus more on Red Bull cricket? Is that why, or has it been a surprise that you haven't got more opportunities playing T Twenty cricket? Man, I would love to play T Twenties. I just, I just haven't get picked, so I can't really do nothing about that. Um, but I mean, you know, that is one of my actual you know goals to play more T Twenties. But to like back up top, like open on number three there. Uh, there is more suited for me because I'm not one of those big guys who can, like Andrew Russell and them are, Caramels who can just smash the ball out to the park. I have to go out there, uh, make use of the power play, and then, you know, can pick, pick it up. But, mm. I mean, that is always my dream to want to to play um, T20s for even for West Indies and also play some more ODI cricket for West Indies. I was really looking forward to, to, to be in this squad, in this tour, but, I mean... Unfortunately, I didn't get selected because I was in the the last um the last the last squad. But mm. I mean, I can't do nothing about that. Go try try get that CPL call up for next year and uh, smash the ball um out of the park, you yeah. know. <laughs> yes, hopefully. <laughs> but um, Jermaine, you haven't actually touched on your off spin, and the and the thing is, when you were coming through the game initially. Wouldn't you have said you were a bowler before you were before you were a batter? So, and the only reason I ask you that is every now and again, say like West, the, whoever we're playing are like I don't know, four hundred for three or something like that. I've often thought throw Jermaine the ball; he can bowl, you know. <laughs> so, so how, uh, what, what's happened? What's happened with the bowling? Have you just put it on the back burner, or, or are you still somebody who thinks you can you, you can do bits and pieces? Yeah, I mean, I have a few test wickets. Um... I still consider myself as a as a half spinner because when I started playing, I started out as a spinner as well. I take a lot of wickets for Jamaica and the 19. I take a few for, for the senior team as well. But I mean, you know, I just shifted and start focusing more on my batting. Mm. And um I don't really work too much on my bowling. But um for the past, you know, few series I've been working hard and you know, bowling a lot more in the nets and you know, actually like it can be a next thing for the captain, you know. I can come in and bowl a few overs if he needs me. So, so who's the better spin bowler, you or Craig Brathwick? <laughs> I mean, I would say... <laughs> I mean, I would say... Well, I would say Craig because he, he has more test wicket than me, but I think he bowl more than me as well. So, but it, <laughs> it's rough, but I, I, I would give him the edge. I would give him the edge. <laughs> Listen, next time next time we tour India, Jermaine's coming up with a Pfeiffer, you know. <laughs> Get ready. I love that. 
Lisa Satoki, should we should we should we do the uh should we do the, the key questions? Yeah, Jermaine. So thank you for thank you for your time so far. Before you go, there's one question we ask all guests that come onto the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. It's, it's a big, big question. So Michelle, do you want to go ahead? Yes, Jermaine. So we're gonna split it up into three actually, and it was these were um some of the most pop popular questions that people submitted as well first things first what's the best ground to play cricket in in the caribbean and you're not but you're not allowed to say sabina park okay um kensington over barbados why um because to be honest i, I love i love playing at kensington mm. i have uh, i have a few first class centuries there i have at least eight centuries there and i have mm. 10 centuries there and also, my son is from Barbados, so I love playing in Kensington. Excellent. Um, who's the best bowler you have faced, whether within the region or outside of the region? Um, I would say one, Philander is one, Dale Steen is one. Um, I would say Josh, Josh Hazelwood is one. Um, Spinner, Nathan Lyon, and Ashwin. And then you know the next question then. Well, actually, you probably don't. Who's the best player? Because you may pick a bowler. Who's the best player that you have played with in your career where you look at them and go, you know what? This person is phenomenal at what they do. Um, I would say Chris Gale, man. Um, Chris Gale is just a man. He's, 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 he's different. He's, he's, a, he's a different breed. That, that guy can just don't even train and just go and you know, smash a hundred. So he's <laughs> <it's> special. <laughs> and, and Satoki, I've, I had one last question that go was on. submitted, which I which is not our usual question, but I have to ask Jermaine because uh, because he's uh, from Jamaica. So Jermaine, if you're in the off season and you go to your favorite restaurant, what is your go-to food? What are you ordering and saying? Yes, that's me for the day right now. My go-to food. Well, <laughs> what's the what's the food well, you're ordering and then well, you slump and you're going to sleep? Well, <laughs> well I'm, I'm well, I'm going to tell you. Well, my <laughs> restaurant that I goes to is um, Ross's T20. That's Andrew Ross Restaurant in Kingston. Mm. Um, most of the time when when I order, I normally order um, jerk chicken with mashed potato. But my favorite is, but I don't eat it there. My favorite is like ackee and sawfish. Yeah. Any day, any time on the day, any time. Any day. What though? With hard food? What? what, uh, what I, yeah, man. I can't start with food. Yam, dumpling, banana. Yeah, plant, fry planting. Yeah, any time on the day, any time of the week, me eat that. Any time. My favorite. See, that, that, that's that's why you had to go with Johan Blake and run off the way. You know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, sure, listen, I'm going to let Satoki end the show, but thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you no so problem, much, Jermaine, for coming no on. Give, thank you so much for giving up your son, some time of your Sunday afternoon to talk to us and all the best for the second test uh, against South Africa. All right. Thank, thank, thank you, bro. No problem. Thank you, Jermaine. Ladies and gentlemen, cool. that's, been, um, that's been Jermaine Blackwood. Thank you so much, everyone, uh, for listening in as, and listening in again. You know how we do on the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. We always love to have those exclusive interviews and chop it up with West Indies players, whether they're under-19s, boys, girls, women's, men, etc. As ever, stay locked in. 
to all content from the Caribbean Cricket Podcast channels, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Discord, Facebook, everything and everywhere, people. Thanks as ever. And stay tuned and stay locked. Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.